Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture Movie Reviews. My guests, my guests today are uh, owner of 742 North Anderson in Rock Hill, South Carolina, uh, Frank McCullum, and also my guest is comedian T Links. What's going uh, on, guy? Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Uh, the movie that we'll be reviewing is Without Remorse. Uh, this will be 100% spoiler review. Um, before we spoil the movie, um, do you guys think they should watch it? Uh, it depends on who, you know, you want to see or what you want to see. Um, I think that um, anybody that's wanting to see, um, you know, Michael B. Jordan just be naked then <laughs> flex his chest and they, they'll definitely like it. Um, if you want to see a plot and a storyline, you should definitely stay away from this one. Um, one of Tom Clancy's probably weakest storylines, but I don't think he had anything to do with that. I just think that they just wanted to see man tits and um, abs. Um, so that would be my suggestion. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, it, I I had really high hopes for the movie, and I, I really didn't like it. I'll just say it up front. But... I uh, <laughs> I have I've been waiting on it to come out. When I I was born in the '70s, and so the first Tom Clancy book I ever read was Without Remorse, and it made me fall in love with Tom Clancy and his spy novels. And um, I've liked most of the movies that have come out about, um, especially on the storyline with some of the same characters like Patriot Day. Uh, I'm sorry, Patriot Games, and um, uh, I can't think of the other name now that I'm on the spot. But um, but I even like the storylines like The Hunt for Red October, which mm-hmm. uh, submarines aren't really that exciting. Uh, to me, but that was really well done and really well executed. I liked the movie when it came out. And so I read Without Remorse when it first came out in the early 80s, and um, I fell in love with it. And um, I've read it a couple times since, um, and I read it most recently last year when I heard that they were making a movie. And I was like, oh, Michael B. Jordan's going to be in it. That'll be neat. He's a, I've seen him in a couple of things. I kind of like him. He's a tough guy, and it's a different angle, changing the race of the main character. And John Kelly, the uh, character that he plays, is a big character and a lot in Clear and Present Danger, uh, mm-hmm. which is the other movie I couldn't think of the name of a second ago. I mean, he's a major character in all these, and they really changed him from the Willem Dafoe actor who played him in that movie to someone who's a whole lot younger than that and clearly looks different. And um, But uh, I was excited for it, and, um, and very much so. And the storyline in the book, his wife dies when a, a dump truck or something, the brakes go out, and... Uh, and it's really kind of sad. It was, that wasn't the plot of intrigue. He comes across another lady who had um, been um, part of a, a sex slavering kind of thing. And um, they would, um, anyway, she got abused. She ultimately was killed, you know, big spoiler alert. And then he goes and kills all the bad guys. And it's really neat. He lives on this uh, old naval base on this island. And I just remember in my head, I've got this whole imagery that I've built up around it. And I'm like, wow, this guy's so cool. And it's, focuses on him being a seal and being uh, on boats, and he knows all about the boats. And when he talks about boats, it's maybe a little bit above my head, but it, it kind of makes makes you feel like, you know, they're talking about everything in a very boat-centric way, and they know what they're talking about, and they're using all the right terms. They're talking about screws instead of uh, propellers or whatever, you know. And so it uh, it's, it's a neat book, and the movie storyline was totally different. And the guy who, who redid it is Taylor Sheridan, who's – He's a um, producer, director, writer, actor. He was in San- Sons of Anarchy. And uh, I saw another movie. I, I can't think of the name of it. He's done three movies. 
And when I saw one of them, I hadn't really heard about it or seen it. I just, you know, I was bored watching TV. I, w- I went and tracked down the other two movies he did that day and watched all three movies in the same day that Taylor Sheridan did. And he was the guy who rewrote the script and all the stuff he didn't like is stuff he added. And I was really, really disappointed to see it come out. Um, and just it just didn't hit all the right chords for me. I yeah. uh, I totally agree, guys. If you if you just want mindless violence, man, it's there for you. But uh, like I said, uh, everything past this point is one hundred percent spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning of the movie, uh, I think that was a good set opening. Like the action with them coming out of the water, I thought it set the tone very yeah. well, especially with him being a seal. All right, that's all the good stuff I got. What y'all want to go with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I think the beginning of the movie was good as well. Um, I was looking for them to go into more detail about his background and they, they never really did. And so, like he said in the book, um, I haven't read the book, but I'm very familiar with Tom Clancy's work. Mm-hmm. And so um, just from hearing other people talk about how the book was so much different from the movie, uh, in the book you get an idea of all of his skill sets and why he has those skill sets, you know, mainly because he was a Navy SEAL. They didn't really go into that in the movie at all. So mm-hmm. you just know that this guy was a renegade. And you didn't really get much. Um, you didn't get an opportunity to really see that even in the beginning. You saw that he made some you know, clever moves as far as killing people um, when things were down. But you never really understood why he was the way that he was. And I think that would have built a lot more drama mm-hmm. going leading up to everything else that happened going forward um and i you know i was misled by what i thought was going to happen versus what actually happened you know the the character um twist was a little different for me because the guy i thought was going to be the bad guy who seemed to be the bad guy Mm -hmm. never was the bad guy and i was just like okay well that's kind of lame um and then you know i just thought that it just wasn't the plot didn't fit what they built it up to be like I thought that it would be more of a plot as to why all of these things happen, um, and it just it just never hit that mark. I just never got what I was looking for. Oh, only to see that there will probably be a couple more movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. only thing that I could. Well, I think I read that it that they're already working on Rainbow Six, the next uh, um, chapter in that kind of Clancy verse. That's how I saw someone term it. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting to see, um, I forget the character's first name, but Greer in the movie, the lady uh, that's on his team and his uh, lieutenant, I think. uh, She uh, Clearly, she is uh, Jim Greer's daughter, Mm -hmm. and Jim Greer's uh, played by, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, In Clear and Present Danger. He's got a really distinct voice. I am totally uh, forgetting it at the moment, but... That's not Morgan Freeman, is it? It's not him, no. It is an African-American guy, and he... uh, He's a little squattier than Morgan Freeman, but... Uh, Forrest uh, Whitaker? Dang. I'm not going to think of it. But he plays Jim Greer, and he does a really good job playing Jim Greer. And um, Jim Greer is a big... He's the head of... Well, he has different roles, but he's always involved at the national security level in the White House in the different films and books. And this is his daughter, and I, they're bringing her in. I don't remember her being in the books. Maybe she was. I think that's a new addition, and I suspect they're using it to kind of tie... Um, the two different storylines together a little bit, but but hey, we'll see. Would you guys agree that maybe in the '80s this would be a hit movie? Because it felt like an '80s film to me. Like I felt like I was watching Rambo. Yeah, okay. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. don't get me wrong. For people that want to see a lot of, um, I wouldn't say violence, but they want to see a lot of action, mm. it, it, they may like it. Um, for people that want the storyline attached to why there's a whole bunch of killing or why people are, you know, in a different location and, and why there's a conspiracy, why, you know, if you're looking for that, you're not going to get a whole lot from it. I mean, it's just it's just a bunch of it's Michael B. Jordan being um, a superstar in yeah. a sense. That's kind of like Will Smith is in a lot of movies, but even Rambo, I haven't seen any Rambo films since the 80s, uh, so my recollection may be um, cherry-picked a little bit. But I, I remember in First Blood, like they had a lot of background on him and did the character development, which mm-hmm. you touched on, and um, it's just missing in this. You know, there's a lot of action, you know, a lot of shirtless Michael P. Jordan yeah, uh, like shots, if that's your wife, thing. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, we all love that when that happens, when the dog uh, gets killed and... Um, the John Wick so. movies, it's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go kill everyone. I'm on board. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm with you. Um, that's definitely interesting, but some of that character development's really missing, and that's what I loved about the book. I, I remember he um, he hunts down the in the book the guys who hurt the, the girl that he had fallen in love with, and one of them he creates this um, – he takes a shotgun shell, and he has a – creates some type of pipe, and when you push somebody with it, it, it shoots the shell, and he mm-hmm. – talks about him hitting him right in the ribs and disintegrating. I mean, it's really gory, you know, action stuff. But it's like, wow, you know, they walked through that whole process of how he came up with that weapon. He was trying to disguise himself as a hobo or a bum or whatever to sneak up on the bad guy. And it was just a lot richer, uh, a lot more rich content. I would love to meet Tom Clancy's, like, editor. Like, whoa, Tom, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why do you know this, Tom? How do you feel about at the you know he gets shot you know trying to save his wife? Uh, how do you feel about the scenes where like he's going through rehab, like the two of them, the two scenes of him going through rehab? Like, I don't know that I really. I mean, I, they didn't stick with me very much to be honest. It was literally, bam, bam. It's yeah. like you know how are you feeling? I need you to do this, and and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> it was over. I mean, rehab's a tough. I've, I've been through physical rehab after a bad accident, and then. Uh, I don't think you realize how tough it's going to be until you go through it and try, have to relearn how to use parts of your body. Um, and it's 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 really tough, and it's something that you work on every day over and over and over for months or, or years in a lot of cases. And I've known uh, several people who lost a limb. I have a real good friend who lost a limb um, uh, out in one of the desert wars. I don't remember which one. And um, But he's he's a powerhouse man. You know, we've, we used to do events together, physical fitness events, haven't done one in a long time, but uh, he was the toughest guy out there. Nothing could slow him down. And I think that trial and tribulation and going through uh, that rehab is a its a big thing. Maybe they should have touched on it more. It might have helped build out some of the interesting character background so or something. Perfect opportunity to take that two minutes and 30 seconds and make it into um, kind of a callback and what yeah. he'd gone through before. Um, but, yeah, they missed, they missed that. I mean, because what would have been – intriguing to me is the fight scene in the jail where he pretty much beat up everybody. Um, had they had some background to how he got that skill set, I just think that oh, would have yeah. made the movie yeah. so much better um, because he was just basically a loose cannon for mm-hmm. no reason. So we're trying to figure out throughout the movie, like, okay, so what is his deal? Why is he so this? I mean, and the fact that he was able to walk out in public knowing what he had done Without not ever putting on really a 
a mask or anything uh, disguising himself like in the movie he said mm-hmm. that he you know he he dressed as several yeah. different people whenever he was going out and doing covert missions he basically was walking through a train station with a hoodie on or you yeah. know it, even even films like the matrix they would give you that background and it might be hold on i'm downloading how to fly a helicopter or whatever real quick mm-hmm. and it's a little corny maybe maybe it's reality <laughs> but uh but at least they gave you that background mm-hmm. here they could have really de- you know developed it out you know i had to i learned this in vietnam or whatever the original character was a um on the predecessor to the SEAL teams in Vietnam. That's where he got all his skills, and they could have touched on all that. Um, and it didn't, they didn't do a good job. It didn't feel like it. Um, we have two torture <coughs> scenes, both scenes where he tortures and kills people. Uh, which one did you like more, um, in under the water or when he set the car on fire? I think the car on fire would caught my attention a little bit more. I mean, that seemed a little crazy. I, I'm not crazy enough to... Uh, pull that off, even on my toughest day with my my biggest, you know, made up enemy in my head. Um, I don't have any enemies that bad, but because yeah, uh, there's no smoke in the Tom Clancy world. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it, fires are really hot, you know. <laughs> um, that didn't seem to bother them too much. Yeah, um, whole conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No smoke in the none. Yeah, I I really appreciate the the one we drove into the ocean, uh, just because he's a Navy SEAL, so he mm-hmm. should be able to hold his breath. Way longer than we do. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he had his friend, you know, in the water to help him out. It's like, oh, okay, so this was rehearsed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they yeah. could they could have used the whole background of the setup for that scene, though, too, and, and missed that opportunity. Yeah, the fire was uh, funny, though. It's kind of like, I've been in a fire before. Uh-huh. That's not how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you usually so, walk out burned. Yeah. Well, I think fires and drowning are probably people's two most normal uh, worst fears anyways. And, uh I remember talking to my mom about it once. She was like, yeah, I think drowning would be pretty peaceful. And I was like, man, that it seems like it'd be really terrifying to me yeah, for a few seconds anyways. Tough to wake up dead. Yeah. And burning, I think, is the same way. It's it's more that it'd be really terrifying to, you know. You can only scream during one. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, mom. Wow, that was amazing, man. <laughs> I give up my respect for that. Yeah, I bet, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think both of those would seem very terrifying to me, and yeah. I guess maybe him pulling that off the way they did is supposed to show how tough he is. But uh, to your point, no smoke, yeah. no heat. Yeah. Well, him getting out the car too, and the police yeah, not shooting out the car. Yeah. The bad guy, you you just hit on it. They kept juggling bad guys. I was I was very confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got me too. Yeah. Got, uh, I thought that was might have been one of the weakest parts. Uh, the pacing. How do you guys like the pacing? Yeah, it's an action movie. It's not a movie my my wife, for instance, would want to, for instance, would want to sit down and watch with me. I mean, it's not, not her pace, but I like you know the faster action. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah that part I was, was fine with. I was fine with the action. The action had, you know, had me, at least made me watch the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. And um, but it, it was just that I wanted more, and I didn't, I didn't really get it. And I would have left normally thinking, oh, it's okay. But because everybody was raving about it, I was like, no, it's not what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I wanted. But I just saw so many posts, oh, this is the best movie that he's ever done. And I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, no way. He's done several movies better than this. But I'm like, okay, if you like it, I love it, whatever. I feel like he was the only one giving the A game. I feel like everybody else just knew, like, this this is going to be a check. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. the young lady act better. Yeah, 
in, in, in better movies herself. So, um, and I don't, I just think that her character didn't, it lacked depth, just like his, you know. Um, I think he was, he's just a great actor. I think he, he really did a great job in playing the character that they developed for him. I just think they just needed to develop the character more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all. Um, are you military? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Mm-mm. Um, sorry. Uh, how'd you feel about the music, the way it set the tone? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really stick out to me, so I guess it did an okay job, maybe. But um, post credit scene. Um, I guess it would mean since you read the book, do you think the post credit scene was necessary, or do you think it was just like, hey, wink, wink, you know? I don't know that I saw the post credit scene. I guess I need to go back. No, you don't. No, you don't. It just sets it up for what maybe the next. Oh, that is when he mentioned Rainbow, and I did see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that definitely is setting it up, setting us up for the Rainbow Six, which I, I haven't read all those books. I, I, I don't know if I want to now, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know I've played the video game once or twice. Uh, you know, ten years ago at someone else's house. Um, so I'm loosely familiar with the concept of having that kind of Delta Force type team that they created that they called Rainbow Six in the Clancy verse, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, me, me either. I, I played the video game maybe once. Do you feel like it was necessary? Yeah, I, I think if they're building a franchise off of Michael B and they're wanting to start something different, I think, yeah. I mean, I think they, they were going to need that set up. I mean, he's going to have his fans transfer over to whatever he does with mm. in connection with the storyline. So I think that that was a necessary um, part of it. For me personally, I could care less. I don't, I'm just, I was, like I said, I really wanted it to be you know, heavy uh, with the buildup and it. it just wasn't. I just was like, okay. Oh. Yeah. It, this felt like a movie that deserved to be on a streaming site. Like, it, yeah. like if I went to the movie theater and paid $10, I'd be a little upset. Yeah, yeah. if you went with your girl, you'd definitely be upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put his shirt back on, please. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Make me look like, yeah. like, nah, that's yeah. not part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one through ten, guys, what would you give it? I gave it a five. I was going to say five, too. I hate to give it much less. Because, uh, I mean, it, you know, I'd watch it again if I was bored on a Saturday. And, you know, maybe. But yeah. I'm not going to seek it out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I missed something. Like, if someone said something today that would have sparked my yeah. um, you know, memory. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't catch that. And then I probably would have gone back and see it. Otherwise, it's just going to sit right there. I'm not pressed to see it. Uh, I agree with you. I, I give it a four. But I, I definitely agree. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on to the movie review. Uh, please tell the people where they can follow you. Um, me, you can check me out on Instagram, Facebook, um, Comedian T Link, or you can just go on comedianTlink.com. And uh, seven forty two North is uh, our Facebook page, Instagram, and uh, hopefully you'll send us a link to this podcast. We can yes, put sir. it out there and share audiences a little bit. Um, we'd um, love to have other people come in and join our community. So. Guys, please, please come out to 742 North in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Great place. Uh, please try to, uh, if you have any business ideas, it's definitely a place you should come. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And please do not watch this movie. Have an amazing day. <laughs> <All right. laughs>